Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oak Lawn, Midlothian, Oak Forest, Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! Southside Pod, every Thursday, available to you, 30 minutes of good in a world of dumb. You can get it anywhere podcasts can be found and always at southsidepod.com subscribe that way you never miss an episode learn all about the area you live in find new places you may want to hang out we've got a really cool spot up here in just moments on this program it's all brought to you by elite benefits of america butch zemar the host of the zemar podcast on the broadcast basement on demand radio network what he does he talks about insurance You might find that boring, but let me tell you something. Insurance costs a lot of money. Costs money for the employer and the employee. If you're an HR person or you own a midsize or small company and you're looking to make things better for you money-wise and your employees money-wise and insurance-wise, give Butch a call, 708-535-3006 or go direct to EliteBenefits.net. That said, I'm thirsty. Let's have a beer. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer. Let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here. I love that pitcher of beer. I have tracked down the last the last box that I have to check on the Dixie Highway Brewery Trail. I have been waiting to get here, and to be honest with you, even though it's at one end of the trail, it, to me it's the starting point, because Horse Thief Hollow in Beverly is one of the first neighborhood breweries that I remember opening up years ago. Neil Byers brought this into the Beverly neighborhood. He does an amazing job. When you walk into the place, it has its own style, its own motif. It's always crowded. The neighborhood loves it. He's got a wide array of beers. He's got a brand new menu we're going to talk a little bit about here as well. But first, I want to say hello to him. How are you, Neil? Great, great. How's it going? Good. So take me through how this started first, because uh, this is the first time we've talked to you. You, you. you named the place essentially after what this area of the city, what Beverly was back in the day, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, was it like you know gunslingers or robbers or something living in the woods? Tell me, tell me about when you started, how you came up with the name and the concept. My teens, early twenties, I was a chef. I was a chef for eight years. Um, my favorite stop was down in Charleston, South Carolina, and then I started home brewing um, with some friends and uh, experimenting with recipes. And I even started combining kind of food ingredients with some of the beers and making some wild uh, one-offs. Um, so you're a chef that became a brewer. I think that's the first I've ever heard of that. that that's incredible to me. They kind of go hand in hand if you think <laughs> about it, you know. Um, but then I kind of got a little bit lost in life. I, I got into food sales and th- things weren't really clicking. And I decided I kind of looked deep within myself. And I love cooking. I love Southern food. Um, I love craft beer and brewing. 
music, the blues, um, local artwork. I just started kind of combining all my interests into into one space. So that's that's kind of what Horse Thief uh, turned into, and we opened in 2012. Um, you asked about Horse Thief, the name Horse Thief Hollow. Uh, that was the original nickname to Beverly before Beverly became Beverly uh, in the early or mid 1800s. We're we're about uh, the South Side of Chicago first and foremost, and that's always been. My biggest desire is to, to showcase the great things that the South Side has to offer, whether it's, uh, whether it's beer, whether it's food, whether it's the people, uh, the music that we created, um, the artwork. There's so much good happening down here. And, and so Horse Thief, to me, is kind of the culmination of all those things that I believe in. That's awesome. All right, well, here, let's try a beer. You brought out so many of them. I, I'm like, oh, I don't even know what I want to try here first. So I would go with Little Wing first. That is a European Pilsner. Uh, we developed it in 2019. It actually won a bronze in GABF 2020. I sat down with a brewer at the time, Dave Williams, and I said, I want something that's refreshing in the summer, satisfying in the winter, uh, approachable to a non-craft beer drinker, and interesting to a craft beer drinker. We did 18 different recipes. We did a steam ale. We did all kinds of different ales, pilsner, lagers, and then settled on this recipe, entered it, and it won. I could sit in the backyard and drink this all day. I'm going to tell you that right now. I could sit in the backyard, and you're right. If you, when I drink light beers, I'll tell you, I, I've said this before on the show. When I drink light beers now in my 40s, I just feel bloated, right? I feel like there's just too much carbonation. I don't feel that with this, and I would imagine this plays very well on the south side in this area here with the with the light beer crowd. Yeah, yeah, and but it's still interesting, you know what I mean? Like this this is kind of our, our gateway uh, beer, but it's my favorite I, and I can't get enough of it. Sometimes you want something that's simple, just the way it's done, you know, I mean, everyone talks about how difficult pastry stouts are and all that to make. Like, this is the hardest beer to make. I've heard this, Pilsners and light beers, and these are the hardest ones to make because if you make a mistake, you can't hide it. You got it. You know, and it's funny, too, because you got this beer, and and you could joke about it all you want to here on the South Side. We do it all the time. I mean, basically, you still got guys that are insisting on drinking some beer their dad used to drink. That's what they first stole out of their dad's basement, right? And they started drinking. So some guys have never expanded their palate when they're drinking. You bring them in here, you give them something like this. Now, all of a sudden, you got them hooked on your place. They come in, they try something else, and you're also giving them art to look at. You have artwork all over your wall, and what people don't understand when they walk in here, I think for the first time, is that it's for sale. How much art gets sold off your wall by local artists, like let's say in a given year? I mean, like there are a lot of pieces flying off the wall. Like do people walk in and go, yep, I love that, and I'm gonna buy it. Yeah, so actually a piece two weeks ago sold for $2,000. It's insane. It was up for a week. How much, how much, uh, how much uh, of uh, the Little Wing did the, uh, <laughs> did the customer have before he decided to spend $2,000 on some artwork? All right. Um, yeah, so and it's actually kind of funny. We had a, a Yelp review the other day. This uh, woman had never been here before, and she said that the art didn't really make any sense and it was kind of like it didn't go with the theme. And I wish I could have spoke to her directly because all of our art is all a local artist um, from the South Side of Chicago. So the Beverly Art Alliance and Sal Campbell, we coordinate with her and we started this right from the beginning and every quarter we have a different gallery. So there's a theme behind it. Um, all the artworks for sale, we don't take a commission. It goes all directly back to the artist and it's a great way to collaborate um, with creative minds down on the South Side. What are we gonna try here next? All right, so the next one we have is uh, Spoonful, which is a hazy. This one's one of your, your all the time Beers. I know that because when I stop in here, I've had it before because I'm an IPA drinker. Although hazies, let's be honest, 
Like if you're a traditional IPA drinker, you kind of go, ah, this is this is what these used to be mistakes. Now everybody loves them. Right. My wife likes hazy IPAs. Can't have a regular American IPA. She just still can't get around the difference between the two of them. Yeah, and I'm totally with you. I'm still on the West Coast. We have an annexation, or we have a West Coast IPA called Annexation. That that's my go-to IPA. Um, but this hazy in particular allows people that maybe don't have the tolerance for bitterness that you know I might have, or other people that you know, kind of drink black coffee. Like people that tend to drink black coffee tend to like West Coast IPAs. People that don't, you know, this could be more suited for them just because the bitterness levels are low, but it's still a lot of tropical fruit notes and, and kind of complexities to it. And you can kind of smell, like these are, this is one of those beers where if you take a sniff out of it, you almost, you almost smell what you would smell on the brewery floor. I don't know if that's the wort. I don't know if that's the, just the ingredients to it. But if you take a whiff of it, you go, well, this is clearly a craft beer. Like yeah. this did not come out of a can at all. Right, right. The, the style is evolving so much. Like, you know, you're getting into like milkshake IPAs and like how much uh, juice is being thrown into them. And one thing that we try to do is make sure that you don't forget that you're drinking a beer first. So it still has to have some IBUs behind it. Um, it still has to have a grain bill behind it. We don't want you to, to be drinking a can of uh, orange juice, frankly, right? So, um, so this, our hazy, it has a little bit of bitterness background to it, along with the tropical notes. And that's, that's what we like about it. You know, you're still drinking a beer. It's now time for your Southside Pod. Word on the street, taking a look at everything going on around the Southside. All brought to you by Leap Forth Law. Justice, equality, and trust. Located out of Oak Lawn, Larry Liebforth is a community-minded attorney who has won several million-dollar cases for his clients, and he takes care of everything. Injuries, criminal cases, or if you're just somebody in the neighborhood who needs his advice, reach out to him. 708-499-6300. Tell him you heard him on Southside Pod. The Kris Kringle Market returns to Palos Heights this Friday and Saturday, December 3rd and 4th. It will be held inside of a lighted and heated tent at the Palos Heights Municipal Parking Lot, 12217 South Harlem Avenue. Live holiday music, crafts, food, drink, festive lights, so much more. 70 vendors, 5 to 9 p.m. on Friday, 1 to 7 p.m. on Saturday. Meanwhile, if you're in Chicago, the overnight parking ban started this week. If you're going to a gas station in or around Chicago Ridge, actually, just be careful if you're within the sound of my voice right now. Some guy in Chicago Ridge at 111th and Ridgeland went to the Shell gas station and tried to use the gas pump. There was a needle attached to the pump. It stuck him. It had a white substance of some sort inside of it. That would have freaked me out. He went to Christ. So far, no symptoms. They've evaluated him. If you know anything about this, call the Chicago Ridge Police Department 708-425-7831 and be careful out there because people are crazy. Speaking of crazy, if you're 16 years old, don't call bomb threats into your school. A 16-year-old Oak Lawn Community High School student is now the fifth juvenile charged with making bomb threats against Oak Lawn schools. That is part of an investigation in which the FBI was involved. We talked about this a little bit ago. It's about a month or so ago. You know, people my age couldn't get away with that kind of stuff back in the 90s, and that was before caller ID. These days, do you really think you're gonna get away with calling in a bomb threat to your high school? 
Facebook knows what you ate for breakfast that morning. Dumb. And in Evergreen Park, the annual Dickens Christmas Festival is going on this Saturday, December the 4th, 2 to 7 p.m. Santa Claus will be there. There's a trolley. There's a train for the kids to ride, food and activities. And Southside Pod will be there. Stop by and see us. 3450 West 97th Street in the EP. And that's your word on the street. Found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SouthsidePod.com. I have a confession to make. It's true. And I'm guessing you have done the same thing. Put more time into thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for your retirement. But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, I agree with you. And I want to help you out. I've got a local, experienced, down-to-earth guy who's a friend of this show. He's got a get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values. And he's been around for over 20 years right here on the South Side. His name is Tom Walsh. He's located on the corner of 111th and Kedzie, and he's waiting for your call. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call someone who's invested in your success. Reach out to Tom now, 773-779-0023, or pop in at the office right on 111th and Kedzie. Tell him we sent you. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. All right, I got another best of. Another best of. Another be- Man, I told you. New I week, was, new best of. I was what gonna, do we got? I'm going to keep declaring best ofs on Southside Pod, and you can dispute it. And if you don't dispute it. How do they dispute it? It becomes automatically the best thing on the Southside. Uh, according to SouthsidePod.com, we make up a certificate. We send it to the place. And it's because I was just there because my, my mother, she wanted to go there for her birthday. It's one of her favorite places to go. It's surprising. I only go there once a year. (laughs) (laughs) Best lap dance on the South side. According to Christian moms. (laughs) Check out destiny. I mean, two for one on Tuesdays. Show your police and fire ID. You get it free. I don't know how I know that. Just letting you know. 101st in Harlem? I don't yeah, know. that's exactly okay. where it is. I know where it is. You know where it is. We all know where it is. We've all been there. Whether you want to admit it or not, we've all Sorry been there. Sorry for derailing it, but that was funny. You're okay. All right, I want to get back to my best of. Can I do that? Yes. I, okay. All right, my best of. We went there for my mother's birthday. We go there once a year. It's surprising to me I don't go more often. It's a really interesting place to go. Okay. If you are easily offended by things. Oh, no. It is not for the woke, is what I would say. Really? Where is this place? Uh, It is the best German food on the South Side and best experience, I would say. I think I know what you're going to talk about. Chef Klaus's beer stew in Frankfurt. That place is amazing. Great. The only problem with it is when you walk in, they have all the German history. And, and that includes right, Nazi German, flags. German history. Right? Yeah, there's German history, but they have like the war things, like they have models. And if you look closely right. enough, there's little swastikas at different uh, spots. I went in there for place. my birthday. Well, on your birthday, I guess they sing a nice German song because there's like German music in there. Oh, they like, do. Live. They put a helmet on me and, and took, it's some, got a swastika and took some pictures and yeah. then I uploaded them to Facebook. Yeah, you can't do that. And then all of a sudden it's like, I got like a lot of people like, what are you doing? Take that <laughs> down. You're going to lose your job. You don't notice it because no. it's, I know what the helmet is because they put it on my mom. And I only noticed it with after I turned. Right. I took a picture and they're yes. singing the happy birthday thing. And the guy with the tuba and the lederhosen sitting there singing. And I'm eating my strudel. And the food is spectacular. But they're using an old German World War II helmet. Right. And it's got one of those. It's very small, but it's there. Yes. So you take the picture and you go, 
Wait, and I'm looking at the picture. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then they're not celebrating anything like they're that. Not. It's just it's just German history, and that's an unfortunate part of German history. But if you're going to, you know, have a German restaurant with German historical items in there, that's going to be in there. I think the coolest thing that they have in there are the guns. Yes. On the, on the ceiling in the bar. They have every kind of weapon that was probably used how many, in world war one and world war two up there 40 ounce uh pilsner boots did you did you drink oh yeah they give you now here's giant what they, beers. they give you the leader stein yes. if you ask for it yes you have to ask for it. it's not even on the menu if you walk up and go can i just get a a, a vorsteiner or something like that it's all these german beers are there. yeah they just give you a nice they just give it to yeah. you in a mug right they give it in a regular thing if you want the ginormous leader where you have to like basically hold it a different way you can't you know <laughs> you like have to figure out how to drink this thing old men have to use two hands i mean like that's that's what it is it's just, it's a liter of beer and you decide you want it's like 25 ounces of beer i think is what it comes out to it's right around there yeah and it, it is just huge and they fill it up with whatever beer that you want that is another place to go and just get an experience and i would always say if you want to try it regular dining room or go out into the beer garden or the the Oktoberfest area there's like long tables. There's a guy with a tuba. The kids get to dance in the middle of the floor. Nice. There's all this memorabilia yeah, that's the there. Music. The tuba guy walks around. You throw quarters into his tuba. I mean, it's just, it's so much fun. The food is great. That's my best of. Okay, so you, I got my best of, and even Polecats got in there. <laughs> I don't know how, but they did. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. OMG. OMG. It's the SSP. It's the SSP. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. Quick reminder from Southside Pod if you're looking for a tow on the Southside, call Tony at Dreamers Towing and Recovery. They'll buy your junk cars, also give you a great price and get right to you if you need a tow. Put this number into your phone 773 410 4549. And remember, Grinders with a Z, Grinders Training Academy, has all kinds of big events for softball players, catchers and pitchers. 50 bucks for the catcher's boot camp on the 22nd of January. Two-day fast pitch clinic, 21st and 22nd of January. Email Grinders Academy. Remember, it's Grinders with a Z at gmail.com or shoot a text off right now, 773 569 7487. So I want to go out and do more things because we had this little run in the fall. And even in the I don't summer. Like to run. No, no, no. We're not going running. There was a there was a little section of time <laughs> in the summer and in the fall where there were events that I was able to bring yeah. Southside Pot out to. And I was able to set up like a 10 by 10 tent. Yes. And we'd be at something and hand out things. And we'd have the Southside Pod koozies and the keychains. Right. And we'd, we'd tell people about the show and we'd get, we get new to listeners. meet the people. Exactly. And we we gain more listeners for the show. And now that we're in, you know, basically wintertime here, yeah. I got to find it's new events. It's a little events. bit of a lull. We need some indoor events. Well, that's the whole thing. I got to figure harder out. They're harder to find nowadays. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out. People don't figure... like to be indoors. People are scared. But a lot more people are vaccinated, so maybe it'll open some things up. I didn't even want to talk about the silly vaccination thing. I just mentioned it. I think that's a, a real thing. I, Here's don't, the thing. I don't care. Here's the thing. People are or people aren't. I'm going to tell you this right now. People are getting more comfortable. I will admit right now. I'll say it loud and proud. I'm vaccinated. All right? I got the Moderna. It's the Cadillac of vaccines. Okay? I, it's, it's the one Did that... Did you spell it right on your fake vaccine card? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like some people like really like introverted and they like they like staying away from people like this is a perfect excuse. Oh, I loved it. 
The perfect excuse. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. I mean, you're talking yeah, about that it now. was made for this is right. my time. You're like, I'm sorry. I can't, <laughs> can't hang out with your pandemic. <laughs> and your wife's like, we're married. We live in the same <laughs> house. Oh, I'm sorry, honey. I don't know, honey. It says, Fauci says separate. I'm going to live right, in the basement for the next right. three weeks. <laughs> I can't see the kids. Can't see them. <laughs> kids, your mother's in charge of you. I'll be down here at the bar playing video games. I love you. Can you Doing this for you. Can I Uber Eats a vodka Red Bull? <laughs> It is now time for your South Side Sound Check. Live music is back at many venues. Check out these. The massive one-night festival that is Wishfest 2021 this Friday, 115 Bourbon Street in Marionette Park. All proceeds helping to fight cancer, help people that are diagnosed here on the South Side. Get your tickets now. W-E-I-S-H fest.com on saturday fueled by emo will also be at 115 bourbon street they're a paramore fallout boy tribute band five dollar cover show starts at 10 p.m in blue island tammy savoy christmas show in the way back starting at 7 p.m on saturday that's at blue island beer company the grammy nominated vocalist will be there and you can purchase the $12 ticket. Just go to blueislandbeerco.com. And also in Blue Island this Saturday, Christmas in Blue Island going on all day long. Free Christmas movie starting at 1 p.m. The Kris Kringle Mark going from 2 to 9 p.m. A light parade at 5.30. Fun for the entire family and the Double Play Saloon would like you to stop by. Double Play Saloon in Blue Island at 13011 Western Avenue. This is a great place. I don't know if you know about it. Let me just take a moment. We've actually sat down with them recently on an episode of Southside Pod. You can go back and check it out on demand anywhere podcasts can be found and always at southsidepod.com. Great bar. It's a darts bar. It's a place you can go in and they've got room in the back where they've got multiple boards up there. They got room in the front, multiple boards up there. They run dart leagues. They also have a queen of hearts over there. A couple of weeks ago, the jackpot got to $36,000 and change. The Joker was found. A new board begins. Get in there and make sure you try the customer favorite. Their patty melts are back. People love those things. Try one. Five bucks, chips or fries included with it. It's just a fun bar to hang out with your friends. Like I said, an absolutely awesome, eclectic, Cool atmosphere at the Double Play Saloon in Blue Island, 13011 Western Avenue, right there in the heart of Blue Island. I'm sitting here with Neil Byers from Horse Thief Hollow. We're getting darker, it looks like, what I have here. You told me this one was made out of a made from a potato. Is that what this is? Sweet potato sweet potato beer. Explain this one to me. How often do I am I nuts to think this is rare? Because I have not had very many beers made out of sweet potatoes. I mean there's an awful lot of pumpkin beers. And well yeah, but they're terrible and they all they all taste like a Yankee right. candle. Have you ever had this before? No, I don't think I have. Okay. This is a perfect example of having a brewer and a chef kind of combined into one head. And so it originated actually with One Trick Pony. We did a collaboration with them. I said, like, let's do Sweet Potato. My brewer and Mark said, let's do a beer to guard. They kind of meld the two together. I am responsible for the Sweet Potato vanilla cinnamon base. And then uh, the brewer is responsible for the base beer, the beer to guard. And I actually, it, it took me 36 hours the first time I made that base. 
and I've, I've shortened it down to about six to eight hours uh, to get it. But it starts with 120 pounds of sweet potatoes uh, sliced and then boiled for four hours to get the essence out of it. And then you reduce that down from 40 gallons down to 10 gallons. So you have a concentrated sweet potato flavor. And then we add uh, vanilla bean, nutmeg, ginger, cinnamon, a brown sugar. Uh, for some reason, I had white sugar that I toast, and I think it's like going to add something, but probably doesn't. Um, At that point, you're a mad scientist. Like, I'm listening to how you're making this, and I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, think about the amount of effort you're putting into to just one beer. I mean, you're not, you don't take up the entire block here. You're just one place on this block here in Western. What's the, what's the address again? You're around 104th? 10426. 104.26. You're just one address here. You're not all of the 100, 104th block of Western Avenue. So it's amazing to me that much goes into a beer. Yeah, which is why we only brew it once a year, because yeah. it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, I can imagine. Right, right. But it actually, it actually... I like the fact that I'm going to drink this, though, because I'm very excited. <laughs> we, uh, we entered it into 2014 World Beer Cup, won silver, uh, which is pretty cool. I think it was the first award that we won. You may have more awards than any place that I've talked to on this podcast. Is it? Am I wrong to think that? Uh, we've won eight international awards in eight, eight years we've been open. So That's insane. Very lucky. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. When you do the international awards, do you do them here? Or do you get to do you get to take a trip across seas? I'm actually bad luck. Uh, the only competition I've been to, we did not win at. So, so you don't go? I did not go. No. <laughs> So you feel you're like my father, like in a playoff game for the White Sox, who goes and stands outside the room and doesn't actually see the game because he thinks he's jinxing it. That's what you are. Exactly. That's yeah. terrible. Neil, you got to go. Um, someday. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if we don't enter one, yeah, then I'll go. <laughs> now you got a new menu coming out. Okay. So before we start this next one, you're making a change here. A little bit of a difference. Yeah. and But I'm looking at this menu that's going to already be out by the time that people... Like, you, you guys are flipping right now to this menu. You're keeping some of the things that you already did here, but you're going to more of a Southern style, like, straight across the board. Why? Because I, 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 you, you already told me, but I want you to tell people why you're doing it, because I think it's awesome. Like, I love this about small businesses. I love this about breweries. I love this about local places, because you've been around now for a decade and you're going, we're going to do this because I think it's the right thing to do. And I think it's a great idea. Yeah. So touching back to the beginning of the conversation where I was going to regarding my roots in Charleston, South Carolina, I felt like this business, we either stay where we're at with the menu offerings that we had, or we have to evolve and, and, and take some chances in life. And um, I hired a chef a few months ago named Mark. He's, uh, we're collaborating great on all these ideas. And I said, you know what, let's, let's start focusing on Southern food. Let's start going from Appalachia down to Carolinas and over into Louisiana and have some identity with our cuisine. And uh, so I sent him down to Charleston for a few days and we started collaborating on all kinds of different concepts and ingredients and, and bringing in things from Anson Mills, which is uh, a, a great uh, heirloom supplier down there in South Carolina. So we're just going to roll the dice and 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 do this to the best of our ability. It has some it has some authentic authenticity to, to and purpose to what we're doing. And um, and I know that uh, Mrs. Lanuti is going to come over here because she's from Appalachia. 
So, you know, I mean, seriously, the woman just walks around barefoot all the time. You're laughing. I married a girl from Wheelie League, West Virginia. She's, she's, she's Southern. She's country. She'll be in here. She'll be eating this stuff. Her friend, her best friend is from New Orleans. They'll be in here having shrimp and grits by this weekend once they hear about this new menu. So I think you're going to have some people who are going to be like, yes. And, and they love hazies, you know, of course. So, I mean, like, yeah, right there. I, I already know two people coming in here specifically because of your menu and your spoonful, like, this weekend. I can guarantee it, Neil. That's awesome. And, yeah, you think about <laughs> you think about Horse Thief, follow the name, and, like, how we can tie in the Southern Kitchen into the, into the name, and then we can tie in some of our can design. We're going to start distribution in, in a couple weeks now. Um, and, and so it's all going to be a, a cohesive identity for Horse Thief, follow. I love how I come to hang out with you, and I figure I'm going to taste one beer. Honest to goodness, Neil. I'm like, I'm going to walk in, I'm going to try a beer, I'm going to hear a little bit about his spot, and then Horse Thief basically takes over an episode of Southside Pod, and you give me four different beers to try. And let me tell you something, folks. He didn't give me tasters. He gave me full beers. But it's, it's fun just messing with people's palates and, or getting to know people's palates and, and saying, like, hey, you might not like this, but we have so much more to offer. And I think that's really uh, core to Horse Thief's identity is is having something for everybody uh, whether it's a pilsner a hazy barrel age uh, sour you know we're offering a lot uh, for a 12 list tap list listen you know how I got my start in a craft beer I took a radio job and in, in, in on the west coast and went right to those crazy IPAs that were just like really just over the top out there and at that point I could try anything because if it, that, that right there, at that moment, I could get through any beer at this point if somebody gave it to me. Because those were, those were rough when you first started drinking them. But, I mean, that's, that's what opened it all up for me. Yeah. And actually, I remember my dad, the first craft beer I ever had. So he brought home, he was working in uh, Battle Creek, and he brought home a case of Arcadia Angler's Ale. And I took it, a sip of it, and, like, I couldn't drink the beer. I was 21 years old. It was just brutal. Um, and I would love to go back and try that beer, you know? It's, it's just like, it's funny how you evolve. I gotta go back and do do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like your first time. You're like, I was terrible at it. But you know, I'd really like to get another shot. Just to, just so that she knows I got better at it, right? right so so we got uh, Cinnamon Swirl, Cinnamon Girl? Cinnamon, cinnamon Girl. Girl. So yeah. It's in script, I didn't read it right. Okay, so tell me about Cinnamon Girl, our last beer here. All right, so Cinnamon Girl. This looks like it's special because you open up a bottle. Uh, so Cinnamon Girl is a barrel Asian Imperial Milk Stout. Um, Asian Buffalo Trace Barrels, and it has a cinnamon uh, cinnamon tea added to it. So it's, uh, I'll pour you right now, um, kind of tastes like cinnamon toast crunch uh, with some uh, bourbon behind it. Holy cow, and I love the Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace is that bourbon that, like I'm a bourbon drinker, and it's that one bottle of bourbon that I can go down in price and still like it. It's like, but then again, there's a reason why when I walk in the store, it's always limit one because everybody's figured it out now yes. at this point. That's a solid bourbon. This is a good beer. I mean, is it? I would imagine it's special. It's limited. Yeah. How long will this be available to people? Because this is, if you're a beer drinker on the south side, this is a reason to come walking in to try something you couldn't get. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, the other ones that we had, the Spoonful, is a great high, hazy. The the Little Wing is a spectacular pilsner. This sweet potato beer that you gave me is complex, and it's something you definitely want to try. But the Cinnamon Girl, you don't want to miss. This is one of those ones you want to get in here you want to try. How long is this going to be around? Uh, that should be available probably until New Year. I mean, it go, it's very limited. We do four barrels. Um, we're going to have it on draft and in bottles. We'll have a very, you're actually drinking the 2020 version. 
you'll have an even better version. That's what you're telling me. Yeah. Like it's even better than what I'm drinking right now. It. It better be. Neil, <laughs> <laughs> I love the beer. I'm really excited that we finally got to sit down and talk with you, and I can't wait to come back here. 104th and Western, Horse Thief Hollow. Check out the new menu, the incredible beers. Thanks a lot, Neil. Yeah, cheers. Thank you. Thank you for listening to see what's happening on the Southside Pod. On the Southside Pod. Join us again and be sure to tell a friend about the Southside Pod. About the Southside Pod, all things about the neighborhood we live in, all things about the places that we go, it's the best side of Chicago, the Southside Pod. If somebody speaks up in a month and I need time, you and I need time to go check the place out and see if they're right. So this could be anything, though. Anything. anything best up. We just not, declare we have something the best just, Okay. I'd like to be the best citizen. I'm going to nominate myself as the best <laughs> citizen on the South Side. All right. Hold on a second. I got to call into the call-in line. I got another suggestion other than you. <laughs> so, oh, I got to make a Funniest phone call. Funniest guy on the South Side. Yeah, I got to make a call on that one, too. All right. So-